First, I want to thank Jenny and, and Danny. It's not the first time we've had the Shia here. As Hashem has had the Shia in the house together in Yishalayim. We should be zaychim at Hashem that every room should be filled with simcha, nachas, and brachim. The Vav Yishkan Avna, Hedrem Dalad. And we're talking about, we're learning about making a, a healthy Cheshman HaNefesh, to live with a Cheshman HaNefesh, not to live not to live in, in the empty space of day-to-day survival, but to live with a Cheshman HaNefesh of who we are and what's the Tachas of being in the world. Shalom Chal, we learned, says that without that one can't really be a Jew. And and these are practical practical um, me- the practical methods of, that need to be put into practice in our Avoida and his Bainanis each and every day. So on page Mem Dalit, we're going to go, I always say that there's no as we try to go quickly. The next, after a little bit more on the practical, on this practical thing, the next part talks about achieving a quiet state of mind. That quiet state of mind that is necessary for healthy, for healthy is us without an inner quiet and a feeling of, of inner silence, a person can't really achieve any kind of healthy is and cheshman on nefesh. So, on page Memdal, the fifth line, b'chal yom v'yom mechadim, b'chal yom v'yom mechadish. Each and every day a person starts again and says to HaKadosh Baruch at the end of the day a person can speak to Hashem each day to speak and say that I had this day that I just lived through, I had a nefila. Everybody knows what the word nefila means. It means I fell in something. It doesn't mean God forbid. It doesn't have to be something catastrophic. Chalila. As he says, Harry ain't yayim bli nefila. There isn't a day without some nefila. If you think that you had a day without a nefila, it means that you had a big nefila. You had such a big nefila, you don't even know that you had any little nefilas. That's how big the nefila was. It means you're living without thinking bichlal. Without a nefila, what's a day without a nefila? Every day has every day has something that failed unless you don't set any goals for yourself. If you're a person that doesn't set any goals for yourself, and it's what I was saying before, it's just a matter of survival. So then, as long as you're surviving, you can say, well, it was a very big hatzlacha today, and here's the proof. I'm alive. But the Russians didn't have to send us into the world just that we should be alive. That seems very, very silly. This, this, and this whole, this whole union that we have to worry about tuitions and getting shoes and and, and, and and going to and going shopping, all this for what? That I should just live? It seems crazy. Because there's a tachlis. So a person who's thinking about tachlis, who thinks about what's the tachlis of my life, knows that every day they're in the fields. Every day they're in the fields. When a person sits, especially the time of Krishna, when you go to sleep. And I told you the other day, it doesn't mean 
if you have to say Krishna Davka when you're half asleep lying in bed and you don't even know whether it's a Shnai Yisrael or Hashem Lakech Menes, you don't know where you're holding. And you, but to say it before you go to sleep, to say the Enes, to make a Cheshman and Nefesh, and Rabbi Shalom, Harani Michael Chal Mishaech, to say the Rabbi Shalom, to ask the Rabbi Shalom to help me to think of this day and to remember this day, not just the things that I did wrong, the things that I did right. And, and what nefilas do I have? Every day has nefilas in a gashmius and a ruchmius. There are failures each day. Physically, there are failures. Things that we wanted to accomplish, things that we wanted to do. Even something like, I wanted to take care of that thing in the house that needed to be taken care of. And I've been saying to myself, I'm going to take care of that. And again, I didn't take care of it. I wanted to make that phone call. I was supposed to make that phone call to take care of it. And again, I didn't take care of it. Right? I didn't take care of it. Nefilu. My child is already, my, my son is already four years old. I didn't yet take care of the caterer for his bar mitzvah. And it's going to be late. It's going to, soon it's going to be too late. So, no. so there's so many things in life, even on a very simple practical level, that we just don't take care of. And then we, those are things that are not big things. And then they're chashon, they're bigger things. They're things, and the feeler, things that I didn't do, things that I said to, said to a husband, said to a parent, said to a friend. Things that I should have said and I didn't say. There's no day without in the feeler. And a person speaks to Kaddish Baruch about that. Rabbi Shalom Namorcha Ani Reitzel is chazik v'lavet oischa yoyset toiv mahayayim. When Hashem Baruch hears that, you don't know how much, how much love it brings into your life and how much rach m'chsodim it brings into a person's life when a, when a Jew is able to say these words. Rabbi Shalom, master of the world, whatever language you like. L'morcha Ani Reitzel is chazik. Tomorrow I want to be stronger. And I want to serve you better than I served you today. That's a good thing. I'm not saying that I want to be. I'm not saying that I want to be Sarishner or whatever Mrs. Chavetz Chaim or something. I'm not saying that I want to be like. I'm not saying that. I'm saying all I'm asking, Bereshit, help me. I know that my tachlis in this world is to serve you. And I'm asking you, I, I want to serve you. I don't know, I have a lot of problems. I want to serve you better than I did today. I want to be better than I was today. That doesn't have to be dramatically better. I don't have to make any kind of crazy changes in my life. But I want that tomorrow help me to be better than I was today. Is that reasonable? Don't we ask that of our children? No, so the Bible wants it from his children too. It seems like a reasonable thing. Tomorrow I should be better. I beg you, Hashem. I know what Chazal, I know what Chazal said, and Chazal knew what they were saying because I know myself that it's true that every single day the Eight Sahara thinks of new ways. The Eight Sahara thinks of new ways to overpower me, to confuse me, and to ruin me. Every day. The Yitzhahara has such chidushim. I had such a nice thing. There was a friend of mine that called me yesterday. I haven't spoken in a long time. So he's in a certain profession. It's a very hard profession. And, and in his profession, he has, to, he has to come up all the time with certain ideas. And he's running out of ideas and he's getting nervous, you know. So he said to me, he said to me, Mike, how do you how do you like manage what you're doing? So I said to him, well, I, I'm in the Torah business, Baruch Hashem. The Torah is it's flowing every second. It's overflowing with, with, with freshness, right? 
Every day, Mamish is overflowing with new things. The Torah, every single thing is exploding with something new. Or even if it's something that you've heard a million times, but it's a new way of understanding, a new way of saying it. Hashem. That's what it means to live with Torah. But every single day the Yitzhahara has Chedushim too. Every day the Yitzhahara showed them his Gabalah. And in one place, Chazal, the Nusach is, is Mishadish. The Yitzhahara has new ideas of how to get to us. New ideas. And if Hashem wouldn't help us, we would never be able to, we wouldn't manage. So we say to Hashem this, Borali, again, these are just guidelines of how we could, guidelines of things that we could say. Obviously, each person should be original and use your own, but these are guidelines to help us. Borali, it's clear to me. And I know, if you don't help me, I want to be, I want to serve you better tomorrow. And I know that if you don't help me to be better tomorrow, then call Then the day will be a continuous stream of failures. Visu lo in Aramaic means and nothing more. Nothing more. Visu lo means nothing more. But tomorrow will be tomorrow will be a stream of failures, or even worse than that. I'll I'll become such a failure, God forbid, that I won't even notice the failures anymore. That's the worst thing. That I won't even I won't even take note of my of, of the failures. And I'll just be a person that doesn't care at all about being an evidence. That doesn't care at all. So therefore Therefore I beg of you, I ask you help me to serve you. And then but what if you're having a problem? You don't really want that. What if you don't really want that? So that's the biggest thing to do for Russian. Help me, I, I beg of you. Help me to want to serve you. Help me to understand that this is the most important thing in my life. Help me to understand that this is why you, I was created, this is why I'm alive. Is to get close to you, to be a better Jew. Being a better Jew means being a better mother, a better daughter, a better sister, a better friend. It means all of that. Some people think that being a better Jew just means like to have a bigger yarmulke or, or you know, a curly a shekel or something. Being a better Jew means the whole thing, everything. Therefore, tekavin oisi b'tzura hanachayna eich Set me in the right direction. I don't know on my own. The Gemara says, Yitzchak Shalom is gabel. Every day there's new Yitzhahara, There's new craziness. There's no craziness. We learned already so many times over the past few years that the Ramchal says, Mr. Sharma, that we saw that when, that when Paro saw that the Jews were beginning to get uncomfortable being slaves, right? We start to get the, we start to become interested in leaving. So what did Paro do? Paro gave us more work, right? Gave us more work. That's the understanding. That the, that the Yitzhahara doesn't always the Yitzhahara doesn't always beat you up the Yitzhahara could just give you new opportunities but it comes down to the same thing what it comes down is that I don't take the time or have the time I think I don't have the time to stop and to think about where I'm going in my life 
What's, what's my life? What am I here for? So power will get you busy with new projects. New projects. There was somebody, one second, there was somebody that, there was a, a, a nice woman that we were sitting, my wife and I were talking, and she said, my wife asked her, what are, you, what are you doing these days? So she was saying about how one of her children bought a house. And they paid a lot, you know, for that too. Uh, one of the children bought a house. And she's taking the year off to decorate the house. Okay. It's a nice thing to do to help your kid make the, uh, fix up the house. But I take a year off to decorate the house. A year off from what? To do what? From what? To do what? A year off to decorate the house? You take off a little bit. But the Paro has such... Paro has such... Tachbulai strategies. It's an innocent thing. We're not talking about somebody doing an Avera. She's not doing any Averas, but she's... Because she opens the door to... To, 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 uh, to some store or some mall, and she locks up at night, and she has to sit all day looking, looking at big books and catalogs and things. And then... That's not Avera. It's not Avera. But the whole thing is off. Well, you spend time, you fix up. But the whole thing of that is a lifestyle. It's not because of what the Gashmis is bad. I'm not going to go over this, I've said it a million times. It's not because Gashmis is bad. The only thing that's bad is anything that causes you to forget the tachas of your life. That's bad. And if she wants to take a year off to help the kid decorate the house, fix up the house, then Gesundheit, as long as it's with the tachas of who she is and what she is. Gesundheit. What is it, Gilly? Yeah, I want to move to your language. Why do you think it's so important to um, to think about the failures of the day? Is it to feel uh, strive to uh, to get uh, closer to Hashem? Because when you have a problem, you you would pray better. Is it also to more advance? Is it to stay humble? Which all of the, all of the above. You're right about all of that. All of the above is correct. All of the above is correct. When a person... Is another, another aspect? You, what you just said pretty much covers it. When a person, when a person acknowledges his imperfections, that's what a cheshman and nefesh is, not to beat yourself up, not to be negative, not to, not to lose hope with yourself, but to be honest, to be honest and to ask for help. Physically, doesn't shouldn't a person make a cheshman nefesh? Don't we want our children to have regular checkups? Don't we want don't don't we want people that we love to to, to have checkups to be taken care of? Sure, we want that. So what, so the person could say, let's say that the, the doctor says, you know, we're going to have to check your cholesterol. So the guy says, don't me, why do you have to? I don't, don't go, don't look there. So, so the doctor says, why shouldn't I check your cholesterol? I know, I don't know. It's better not to look. So you would tell your husband, if he was the one that died, you'd say, what are you doing? Are you crazy? The doctor says that you need, to, and, I, and I see the way that you're eating and you're not exercising, that you need to check your cholesterol. So, so there are people that are in denial. Hashem Yerachim, we understand physically that it's a terrible thing for a person to be in denial. And, 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 and God forbid, it, it could be very dangerous. So by acknowledging and by asking Hashem to help me understand how I could change and how I could grow through my nefilas, the focus is not on, boy, am I bad, look, I messed that up today. 
Oh yeah, I did. I, I messed up. That's not the. That's not the point. Because that's one second you say, "Baruch Hashem, forgive me." That's the easiest thing. The hardest thing is to change. But how are you supposed to change if there's nothing wrong? Like, so how, let's use the. Let's go back to the muscle. The, the husband doesn't want to check the cholesterol. So how is he supposed to change his eating habits and his exercising habits if he's not prepared to accept that there are nefilus that that he hasn't that he hasn't uh, eaten, uh, he hasn't exercised, and 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 that that has that has an effect. Come come come, no. These are fifty dollar seats. <laughs> no. Thank you. So how's how's a person supposed to get better? See, most people, uh, uh, a lot of people, they don't want to think of any, they don't want to think of anything. In Ruchnias, they for sure don't. In Ruchnias, they for sure don't. In Gashmias, people want to live a long life, but they're not quite sure why. Like, what's the tachlis of living a long life? So they'll exercise, exercise, and they go to the doctor, and exercise. Uh, there was a person, that, there's a person, that every time I talk to him, he's on the bicycle, he's on a rowboat, he's doing something like that. <laughs> So, because he's always like huffing and doing something, it's like sounds like he's in the Himalayas or something. So, what do you? I'm, I'm on, the, I'm on the, uh, the treadmill. I'm on the treadmill. It's a good thing. So I asked him, what, what do you, what, what do you do all that stuff? She says, I want, I, I, what am I doing? That I want to be healthy. So I said, what do you care if you're healthy or not? She said, Wait, I care. I want to, I want to live a long life. So I asked him, why? So he said, why? I, I have children, the grandchildren. So that's the tachlis. So you should be able to see them for a longer time. That's why you're on the children now every day. So you should see your children for more years. But you think about it, and you think maybe I'm silly. That's a good answer. He said a good thing. I'm, I'm, I want to live a longer life, so I should be able to see the people that I love for a longer amount of time. As if it's up to you, you know. That whole svar is okay. But at least he's medamela He imagines that these things. But that's the tachlis of living a longer life. I read in the newspaper the other day that there's a fellow from India somewhere over there that he came out with a certain idea and all the scientists and doctors of course are right, we're making fun of it, making fun, but he's a brilliant person. There's a whole write-up in the newspaper, he's a brilliant person. And they're starting to get nervous because there's certain nakudas that he's touching upon that look like, like there's something there. He, time is this guy, he's a doctor of some sort, he's a, a genius. He, time is that, that within 50 years, they're, they're, they're going to be able to, they're going to be able to, with the cells, to do certain kind of a stuff with the cells, that a person on the average will be able to live a thousand years. Without aging. 50 years from now, so they're all making chayzik, ah, crazy, it's, it's uh, science fiction, it's not science. The last few months, there's so a couple of scientists that say, well, one second, this is interesting. This is an idea, this is interesting, and they're still going to make fun of it. <clears throat> so I was thinking, well, that, that would be, what kind of a thing would that be? That's the, the Baruch Lama runs the world, obviously. And it says, And it's enough, it's enough. No. The Rambam wrote in a letter to his son, Halavai, we should finish what we need to do and end this world quickly. He said, Halavai, you should take care of what we have to and leave. So he said, finish up what you have to and get out. That's what the Rambam wrote. You don't think he loved his children? You don't think he want to have nachas from the kinder? The Rambam had a bigger heart than we have. 
The Rabbi had a heart for the whole world. And he said to his son, Da'avad Hashem, you should finish what you need to finish in this world and leave. It's a pachet. And they're trying to think of ways to make a person live a thousand years. How many marathons can a person run? How many new jobs can you get? How many more degrees? How many more simchas can you go to? You know, how many more houses can you spend the years decorating? You don't have to take a year off, then you can take a century to decorate. <laughs> person, to, to accept nefilas, to acknowledge nefilas, it's not to be negative about oneself. To acknowledge my imperfections and the mistakes of this day, and to say that without you, my whole life is a failure. Help me to succeed. But success has nothing to do with what people think of me. Success is measured by whether I'm serving you better tomorrow than I did today. Zehu. Am I a better Jew? Am I a better child? Of Hashem's book tomorrow than I was today. That's success. She says... In the end of the, that, that second paragraph, Hashem, I don't want this barely enough. You know, I hear that this Sadiq is writing about it, and we're learning this already for a while. I understand, and it sounds very, very nice. The problem is, I don't really want this. I don't really want this. I understand it. I understand that I wasn't created to, to I wasn't created to, to decorate the house. I understand that. But I don't feel that I want to be an Evan Hashem. We're not to such a degree. I like a moderate program. You know, I like a... I want to be... A, a, I want to go to a bad place if I'm in 20. And I want to be, on, I want to be in the program. I'm, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in. Count me in. But I don't want, like, the intense program. I don't want the intense program. Like when we had, we had for six months a treadmill. We had for six months. I didn't buy a chasson. Some in the family, some in the family bought it, thought that it would be good, and they, someone uh, gave us a present. And it ended up we used it. It was very good for for drying. My wife used it to dry stuff. She put <laughs> clothing over it, and I was able to put my hat there and stuff. And it was a nice one. <clears throat> so I tried it. And I'm not making fun because it's a chosh of the thing to exercise. And I, uh, it's really, I'm not making fun of that at all. It's a very chosh of the thing. And, and uh, at that time I don't think I was ready for it. Now I'm trying a little bit more to do some things. But uh, but that, that that machine, it had on a different settings, you know? You ever see? It has on different settings. So by nature, I don't know if you notice, I'm not like a moderate type of a person by nature. I'm more extreme by nature. <laughs> so, like, I get on this thing. And I right away, whenever I do this stuff, also like whenever I would go to like, with the kids to any like amusement, I right away, like it's the most extreme. And I, and I go into this thing and started running like the Olympics. The machine was running like the Olympics. And I'm just, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't run any place except, you know, uh, maybe to Minion for the last, for the last, I don't know how many years. And this thing was going crazy. It was going crazy. <laughs> Person doesn't. If a person doesn't, a person says, "I want to be an evidence but I want it on the low setting." You know, there's low, medium, high. I'm happy that in the world there are Jews like, like you know, 
like like let's see now you uh, there are Jews like the like like the Bob of uh, and so because all of them should be healthy for long lives. I'm happy that they're Jews like that. God bless them. They should live. I die for them every day. <laughs> but please keep that out of my house. That stuff. You know, I I love it and I'm glad that it exists. I know that they're holding up the world, and I die for them that they should continue to do that because I know that I'm not holding up barely my own house. But that's high. H, I, that's high. I'm, I just want low. Low. Sometimes maybe a little bit low, medium. But never high. Fast, high speed, like the highest thing. That's not for me. So, a person that has still that rutsen, still that rutsen, has to daven. That's what he's saying. To try to daven, I ask you, I beg you, Hashem, awaken within me the chuka, the longing that I should want it. That was help me to want to want this. Because as long as a person wants to want something, it's still called wanting. It's a hush of a thing. I want to want this. I told you many times. The either question says till ten times it's still called wanting. I want to want to want. After that, he said, "You're already fooling yourself." But to want to want, till ten times the Yid said it's called wanting. So I want to want that. I'm not living in the Demianus. You know, you have certain women or certain men that they'll look at other Jews that are tzaddikim and they say, nah, it's crazy, they're very extreme, it's not normal. None of you are like that. Otherwise you're not comfortable with You have to go to listen to this. Yeah, there's nobody in the room that's like that because... the Unless this is your first time, and, you, and then you, you go, oh, man, what I, <laughs> what I get myself into, i got to get out of here. But, but most of you, I know, from the past, you come. So you're learning to say for like this, so you're not in that cheshman, you're not in that cheshman of, uh, of, of what this, to look at another, to look at a tzaddik and to say, that's crazy. That's crazy. You don't say that. The marshal, not everybody in the community, not all the married women cover the hair, first day, so we understand. But none of you, even if you don't, I don't know who does or doesn't, but if you, none of you would look at somebody that covers their hair and says, ah, she's nuts. You don't have to do that, that's crazy, that's not for the 21st century. Nobody, none of you. There are people that talk like that, but none of you do that. So what do we, what do you and I have a problem with? We don't say that those people are crazy. All we say is one thing, what? Ich kann nicht. Ich kann nicht. I can't. It's not for me. We don't say they're crazy. That's a very bad thing when a person says that. On many levels, it's a bad thing. But that also comes never from ignorance, not from bad. They're not bad. But when a person says that they're crazy, they're crazy, it's extreme, it's crazy. But none of us do that. We just say, it's very sweet. I, and I admire you. I, 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 you know what? I respect you for doing it. I can't do that. That's our sin. The feeling of not being able to. Which is not true. Of course it's not true. We don't want to barely enough. So our thriller has to be, Master of the Universe, help me to want this. Help me to understand that I can do this. And when I know that something's within my reach and it's precious, I'll want it. There are two reasons why I, 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 I might not want something if I don't think it's important. So I don't need it. Well, I might think that something is precious, but I feel that I can't get it. Those are the only two reasons, unless you can think of anything else. Either, either 
I don't think that I could, uh, it is precious, that I could never get it, or it's not precious. Those two feelings take away from me my ruts to have something. It's like that with anything, even in this world, even with physical things. If I think something is very, very, very chashiv, and I think I could get it, then I have a chukka, then I have a longing. If I think something is not so chashiv, it's not important, it's not precious, or even if it is, but it's so not shaykh to me, I can't, so then we don't have a, then we don't have a chukka for it. Then we don't have a chukka. That's why a person asks me, what do you think about Shemir Salashim? Wow. Do you admire the Chavetz Chaim? Wow. The Chavetz Chaim? Who doesn't admire the Chavetz Chaim? So why don't you be like the Chavetz Chaim? You admire him, so why don't you try to be like the Chavetz Chaim? Oh no. I can't do that. So you see, there we all admire the Chavetz Chaim. We all admire that. We all admire that. I told you once that one of my kids was having a conversation with the, with, with, with the, my mother-in-law's Algozun Zayn. And my mother-in-law has this thing, don't marry anybody that's going to stay and learn and get it. Marry a guy that's going to go to work. <laughs> you know, so, something, you know, it's very practical, down to earth, you know. Don't, don't, don't get, don't get tricked by those guys. You go, make sure you get someone that's working. So, one of my kids asked, but booby, what if, what if I had, what if you had, in other words, what if I married somebody like Rav Moshe Feinstein? What if I had someone like Ramesha Feinstein? What would you say? Would you still say that? They should go to work? So my, so my mother says, Okay, look, uh, Ramesha Feinstein, if you marry Ramesha Feinstein, I'll pay for it. <laughs> if you get a guy like Ramesha Feinstein, I'll pay. That means that she understands that Ramesha Feinstein, she understands how precious that is, a Jew like Ramesha. She understands. But we've given up on things. It's very sad. We're not. We shouldn't give up. But we've given up. So a lot of us we give up on ourselves. But for our children we haven't given up. But even for ourselves, not to become the God of Adorak of Maishan, but to be as great as we could be. When a person believes that something is precious, and he believes that it's something he can accomplish, then he wants it. So what he's saying here is that. We have to ask a Kaddish Baruch. I don't feel that I want it. Why don't I feel that I want it? Either because it's not important enough to me, or because I think that I can't, I can't ever achieve it. That's a dimyan. You know what I mean? It's a dimyan. It's a delusion. Yiddishkeit's not important enough to us. Then what can I achieve? I don't have to be the, the leader of the generation, but I can do much better than I'm doing. And I should want that. I should want that. To kavan oisi b'tzura and the chayna eich lavid. But I don't know how to accomplish it. Set me on the right path. Kate said lavid. How to serve you? Myself personally, how I could do this. Itainly gamas akelim and itzorchem lavid. And I also need the kelim. What does it mean kelim? I need to have the seichel and the patience. I need to have. I need to have some quiet time in my life. Quiet time. Some time to be able to be a little bit by myself and to think. 
Help me to see that I have time. We're going to learn that in the next part much more. Help me to understand how I can make time in my life that's quiet. How it's not true that I don't have any time. It's not true. Pyro made us think that. It's not true that we don't have any time. We have time. We have time. You see, when a person wants something very badly, they have time. You want something badly, you have time. It's the same you say. When you want it, you have time. So you have to show me that I have time. This is how a person should pour out his heart and speak to Hashem. Not with hints. Straight. Talk to Hashem straight. Like you're speaking to a friend. With their hearts, obviously, but straight. Anybody here who has tried it, I know that many of you have, you know that in the beginning it's very hard to do that. Because if you've never done that, if you've only davened from a siddur, and you've never spoken to the Barney Shalom like this, or this way, so then you, you have a very strange feeling in the beginning, like you're talking to yourself. It's a very strange feeling. In the beginning it's hard. Slowly, slowly, you get used to this. And you begin to feel that first day, or that first moment when it dawns upon you, and you feel that feeling that the Brain Shalom Mamish is right next to you. And that he listens to when a Jew davens with great love. That first feeling that you have is. It's the most unforgettable, intense thing in the world. Until you see that you get used to it and you mamish feel that you're talking to Kaddish Baruch. It's your best friend. Not a friend. Father, friend. Best, best friend, best father. But remember, he says, remember, remember to always begin, to always begin with this thought and saying the words, who gave me this day of my life? Remember that. It's the most important thing to end the day like that and to begin the day. At the end of the day, who gave me this day? This day. Whatever this day is. You could say the day, this day, whatever it is, Chaf, whatever, Cheshm, such and such, such and such, or in English, whatever you want to say too. Who gave me this day? The version, you gave me this day. You gave me this day. And how am I going to have tomorrow? Where am I going to take tomorrow from? Only if you give me tomorrow. If you give me tomorrow, then I'll have tomorrow. If you, God forbid, don't give me tomorrow, I won't have tomorrow. There are people who were here yesterday. I was loyal today at Tulavayas and Shemirach. Tulavayas are beautiful Jews. They were here yesterday, and they're not here today. Me Chayahis. Who's going to give me my life tomorrow? Well, Shemahu Yichayahis. 
Why did you give me this day? For what purpose did you give me this day? Why did you give me this day of my life? It's almost impossible for a young person to, to feel this. Almost impossible. You have to be a big, big balavaita to feel this. When you start crossing over towards the other direction, you know, you start crossing over. It's already a little bit oiskishpilt, as we say, and it's getting to be 45, 15, you're starting to move towards the end zone, the Sundan Swansvik. I know according to the Cheshmer of 120, it's not, but most people don't go to 120. So we always say that, but let's face it, it's not. This guy hasn't yet found a way, forget about a thousand, how about 120? And we all know. So, you start to, a young person, it's very hard to think that. For an older person, I don't mean aged, but an older person is already starting to think about these things. Parents already are very old, or, or the parents are no longer in the world. So it starts to make a hash. For a young person to think about, you have to be already a balavoida. Okay, but in our generation, a lot of balavoida. Why did you give me this day? What's the purpose of this day? How many more days do you think I have left? How many more days are there left? But Chazal say, as you all know in the Perik, Chazal say that we should see it as if it's our last day. A person doesn't know. So they don't know. A person has. Not just who gave me this day and who will give me Bez Hashem tomorrow, but why did He give me this day? And this day that He gave it to me, so the Hashem gave me this day. Did I live this day? The way the Bhagavad wanted me to live this day. How didn't I? Help me tomorrow that it should be more. That I should kind of call that help me that I should have tomorrow. I should have tomorrow. I shouldn't take that for granted. Aleph and Bayes, help me that tomorrow I should be able to tomorrow to live in such a way that that my life is Kedai. That my life is Kedai. And that each day to try to make a Kabbalah that tomorrow I'm going to be'emes, try to be better. But be'emes, I'll try to love the be'emes. Don't get worked up over yesterday's failures and the failures from earlier Days and years, no matter how bad they were, don't be nispol. Nispol means excited, but means to get to get worked up and to get bent out of shape. Don't be nispol. This is the way of life. The tzaddik falls seven times and he gets up. Even though the tzaddik has fallen seven times, each time he gets up. We all know seven doesn't mean seven. It means much more than seven. Sheva is not seven. Seven because seven means a certain, certain seven types of failures, according to the seven spheres. But Sheva, the seven days of the week, but seven doesn't mean 
that a person, the tzaddik only fails seven times on the path to becoming a tzaddik, it means many times seven, many, many times seven. I told you that more than seven times that Rabbi Nachman said that in one day, I remember the exact number, 796, 756 times in one day, he failed at a certain Indian in Avedis Hashem until finally he made it. I don't know what that means. We don't know what it was. 700 and something times in one day, he said he tried. It means he failed 700 times. I don't even know what that means because after, after we fail something once or twice, we never try it again the rest of our lives. Or at least, you know, after a sabbatical, you know, something to give a Shemitah a break. 700 plus times in a day. It's not seven times. Seven is, it means seven, many times seven. Until the Barishalim finally lifts you up to the next level, to the next Madriga. And you're out of danger. And you don't fall back into that thing. Seven is much much more than seven. But you see what happens to us is that since we don't believe that we could ever achieve those things, we try once or twice and it doesn't work and we We just give up. Try once or twice. You see, the marshal that I always use because the easiest to relate to is when it comes to di- when it comes to dieting, that there you have so many times a person tried once, twice, three, whatever, and 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 then they fall back into their old eating habits and they, then they let go because they say I tried, I can't do it, and then it becomes worse than before because they 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 don't get up and try again, they don't try again. A person, a person knows that in life, until you have, until it's become, until mamish, till you're able to get something and it should be permanent, you have to, you have to fall many times in that Indian until Hashem's Baruch lifts you up and you have to want it and ask for it until you finally lift it up from that Indian that you don't fall again. And it's not just a way of living; it's a way of thinking. Also, that we have certain negative thoughts. We have to not to have these thoughts. And over and over we slip back into that thought and to ask Hashem and to try to get out of that thought and to ask and to ask until finally you come. Until finally you're out of it and you're able to let go of that negative thought and it's gone and you, then you're a different person. A different person. You let go of it. It's finished. But until you get to that place, how many times seven does a person have to go through? this. <laughs> But as long as you're still in the Nephilus, those Nephilus that you're crying and davening about, you're still in them. You're still in them. As long as you're still in those Nephilus, it's not something of the past. You're in the Nephilus. You have to be Mishazik again. To be Mishazik again. That when you go to sleep at night, it should be with a strong feeling in the heart. That tomorrow you're going to wake up with one objective. To serve Hashem the Emes. 
even though you're still in the middle of all those nefilas, don't think about them. It's finished. Whatever it was. Tomorrow I'm going to get up. Lava the Shashem the Emes. If a day passes without thinking about this, without being aware and and understanding that the next day is that the reason that you're going to be blessed with another day and that Hashem is going to give you another day in this world is to serve Him. If you didn't think about this and you didn't have this his this renewal. Then from where will you draw the strength to serve Hashem the following day? From where will you draw the strength to serve Hashem? To start again. Because each and every one of us knows that we've had so many nefilas in life. So many nefilas. Where are we going to take this chaskas? From where are we going to take his chachas? Certainly not by watching a late night movie. Or reading some dumb novel, you know. But if a person goes to bed at night, even if you, even if you watch the show, or even if you read the book. But when you go to sleep, the last thought of a Jew is that Hashem help me that tomorrow she, I should be a better Eved Hashem. I shouldn't need the Narishkeit that I needed today. Or less Narishkeit, less Narishkeit tomorrow than today, because I don't want to. I don't want to end my life this way. Like I said to the guys in the Chabur a few months ago, you know, I don't end my. Maybe it was the Friday morning with the Arisa Chuv. I don't remember, but you know, I don't end my life. Nobody here, nobody here plans to, like, to end life like holding a remote control. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody that wants to end that way. Everybody wants to like be caught with a safe in their hands or tell them, right? So, you know, when it comes to that day, the last day, and the Malachamavas comes, nobody wants to be caught like that. The Malachamavas that they come to get you the Chavikadisha. This one that the Chavikdisha comes to get you. They say, oh, we have, we have a, a client at this and this address. And the Chavikdisha comes to get you. And they find you sitting in front, you know, with a, and the remote control. And there's rigor mortis, you know, on the remote control. And, and the, and the Chavikdisha has to pry it out of your hands. And nobody wants to leave the world that way. It would be much nicer to leave, like, this one that They come and they find you. So tell them, I say there was something nice. It's a nice way to leave the world. The person has to start to prepare for that long in advance. So at least to ask Hashem's work at the end of the day, help me that tomorrow I should serve you. And that I shouldn't need so much Narishkeit. I should, I should understand what's the truth. If you can't end the day and come into the day with a simple Tfilah Takadosh Baruch and a decision to really try to be better. Again, not perfect. That's, when a person does that, then it usually doesn't come to anything. But to be better. It doesn't, by the way, it doesn't mean dafke that averus chatoim. First of all, tshuva You see, there's tshuva on specific averus. Of course, we have to do, we have to try, and to make a chesed on specific averus. But then, on a more basic level. There's tshuva, which, to, which means to return, to return to the, to return to the, to the right way of life, to return to the way that I'm supposed to live. Once I'm in that right way of living, so then I understand that there's a certain diet in that right. First, you have to decide to live the right kind of a life. 
to live the right kind of a life, there's a certain diet, and that diet consists of certain davening and certain mitzvahs to stay away from certain avayers, right? But first you have to decide you want to be healthy. If you decide you want to be healthy, then then what? Then, then you understand that in order to be healthy, there are certain things you should do and there are certain things you shouldn't do. Everybody understands that with medicine. If you finally made up your mind that you're going to go to the doctor and you want to be healthy, and he asked the doctor, and the doctor says, well, this is a program that I'm giving you for health. So the, but Kairim Kali, you said, I want to be healthy. Once you already are in that place that you want to be healthy, then the doctor can tell you, ah, oh, good, then I have someone to talk to. If you want to be healthy, then these are the things that you should try to do each day, and these are the things that you should stay away from doing. But if you don't want to be healthy, then every mitzvah is hit or miss, right? Every avayr is hit or miss. If there's a big Yetzirah, you'll do the Avayr. If there's no big Yetzirah time, you won't do the Mitzvah. It's hit or miss. Everybody says, oh, I like these Mitzvahs, I don't like these Mitzvahs. Oh, these Avayrs are, uh, are bad, these Avayrs are not so bad. That's how, that's how a lot of people live like that. Just day to day, let's, you know, hope that somehow, you know, that somehow I end up in Ganeid and I don't know, more Mitzvahs than Avayrs or something like that. But that's not the program. Kaidem call you decide that you want to be on the program. You want to be healthy. If you want to be healthy, then, then you begin to study. This is the program of how to be healthy. If a person says, I want to be, if a person says, I want to be a doctor, then there are certain classes you have to take. If you want to be a lawyer, you have to take There's a course. If a person has not, if a person doesn't have a hachlot, a clear decision that I want to be an Ebed Hashem, then what courses do you take? What do you, what do you major in? What do you minor in? I mean, what are, if you say that I want to, I want to be a person. Says, I want to be a, a, a social worker. Fine. Then you go and you speak to some maven and they ask, how does a person become a social worker? And they say, these are these are things that you should do. And he said, well, what if I what if I really really enjoy taking courses in if I enjoy taking courses in in, in uh, architecture? So well, you know, if you want to be a social worker and you want to finish it up within the next two three years, then you're going to have to cut down on some of the architecture courses. You know, if you have time later on in life, maybe you like you could do that. But if you want to be a social worker in two three years, you're going to have to take certain classes and avoid other classes, right? The person cut and cold decides, I want to be an Eved Hashem. I want to be an Eved Hashem. That's already a big thing. Then then you could sign up for your courses, the things that you the things that you do and things you don't do. Most of us don't live that way. We just hope, we try, that these are various that are very bad, you stay away, and we just try to do We're not signed up. When you sign up for an Eved Hashem, then you get, then you get the syllabus. This is what it means to be an Eved Hashem. It's an Eved Hashem. Except he's, you know, he's kind, you get extensions on the paper, you know what I'm saying. He'll work with you. If, you. if you're signed up, he'll work with you. You know when you get a nice teacher like that? They have makeup exams. You get marked on a curve. You get the Bar Shalom is nicer than any teacher we ever had. But if you're not, you're not taking the course. So You look through the, you look through the, what's being offered in the catalog of this world, and there are million, million, billion things. And one of them says they're Bar Shalom, and you pass over that. That's not nice. That's not nice. And the mistake that we make is we think that when you take the Bar Shalom, that it means that everything else is finished. It's not true. It's only from the outside people think like that. People that are not living in Yiddishkeit, Bemis, they think that the Baruch Shalom wants to take away from us our pizza and our, you know, our piano lessons or something. It's, that's not true. That's not true. The Baruch Shalom is naches. If we live according to Shulchan Aruch and the pizza is kosher and the piano lessons, the piano lessons are, are kosher, whatever that means, I'm not getting into. So then, 
the Barshan is Nachas Ruach. He sees one of his children enjoying himself, he has Nachas Ruach. But you have to make, you have to, not major, you have to sign up for that course. Once you sign up for the course of being an Evid Hashem, oh, then being an Evid Hashem, that's what you want to be, then, then these are things that you should stay away from. It's going to get you off track. These are things that you should take. These are courses you should, these are subjects you have to take to be an Evid Hashem. And it's a mechai, because you don't have to be, a, you don't have to be a genius. You just have to be a poshetayid, an elich, a simple poshet person. And you sign up. How Zaydis and Babis were signed up for the course? They were signed up. It wasn't like every day, like now, it's a krech, so it's whether or not. It was, they were signed up. This was the, this was what it meant to be, this is what it meant, and this is what it means to be a Jew. Help me to do tshuva to at least that I should be in the right way. That I should sign up for the for the for the course. I should register in your program. You could be a person that's Shema Shabbos and you're not registered. It sounds strange, but you see a lot of that nowadays. A lot. Shema Shabbos, Yamakas, this and that, and all kinds of all the uh, all the trimmings. That you could pick up, you know, one day on Central or Coney Island Avenue or 13th Avenue, you can get all this stuff. This, but they're not signed up. Doesn't mean you signed up just because you bought the stuff. You bought the stuff. That doesn't mean you signed up. That takes a couple of hundred, maybe a couple of thousand dollars. But that, does, that doesn't mean you signed up for the Shalom. You're an Evid Hashem. If you don't sign up and if you don't say, I want to serve you better tomorrow, help me that I should come to that right, that I should be an Ebed Hashem on the Derech Nechayna, then what kind of help can you expect the next day? What kind of Siyat HaDishmai should there? Can there be for you? It's a klal in all of Yiddishkeit, in all the Swarm. The way that a person goes to sleep, that's how they wake up. If you say to wake up, the way that you go to sleep is the way that you wake up. If you go to sleep with Narishkite, you wake up with Narishkite. If you go to sleep with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you wake up with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's how it is. The way that a person goes to sleep is the way that he wakes up. It's a very big cloud. If you go to sleep with a, with a conviction with a tefillah, to help me tomorrow to be a better Jew. That Hashem will help you to do that. You'll wake up with that strength to do it. They'll be sad at the Shema. The Rosh will give you an injection for that next day. No matter what, every day a person has to have an hour, means some time, again we said 15 minutes, whatever it is, but some time set aside where he stops the Mahalach Hayyim, where the course of the day, the current and the flow of the day stops. And you look at what you've done, and you look at your life and the tachlis of your life. Not just that you live and you go right on and on and on and on. To try to awaken within yourself the inner yearning. To serve the Rabbi Shalom, in this way, with, with simple words, and speaking to Hashem's Baruch in a very clear and simple way. We're going to end this parak next time with the simple Eitzah. 
of how to stop the flow of the day. Each and every one is how to be able to stop the day from just going like that. And then the next part, we're going to talk about the prerequisite to all of this, which is being able to quiet one's mind down first, to quiet oneself down. Hashkata, which is a big thing the writings of the Pisats know also, how to quiet oneself down to be able to have proper husbandness.